Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Nikki, welcome to Big Talk on Little Rock, Melbourne, Australia. Yes. What was it like growing up in Melbourne? I mean, I grew up in kind of a small town called Warrandyte. Um, it's probably kind of like the last little bush area before like you hit the true suburbs. So it was like a real small community. Everyone kind of knew everyone. Um, so it was really fun to grow up there. I played basketball there growing up. Um, mom was my coach. Like just very small community vibes. Like if and, like you were going through anything, like everyone would like your next door neighbor was always there. Like I remember like my best friend was my next door neighbor. We went to the same prim- like kindergarten, primary school, ended up at the same high school for a few years. So it was just everyone kind of got along. And it was it's it's fun. How far outside of Melbourne was it? 45 minutes oh, to so an hour. Oh, so not far. Yeah. No, so like it, t- depending on traffic, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's like 45 minutes to an hour. So when I practice at home, it's like about a 50-minute drive to practice. Okay, I got I to gotta ask. Koala bears, kangaroos, what do you like? Um... Koala bears are kind of my spirit animal. They like to sleep 90% of the day. So, <laughs> the, yeah, we had one on our driveway once, too. So, yeah, growing up around that area, you see a lot of kangaroos. Koalas. Are you supposed to stay away from them? Oh, yeah. Have you seen their claws? No. Oh, they're very sharp. Like, if you very much kind of like you leave the wildlife alone, they won't touch you kind of thing. It's kind of this mutual understanding of like just – We'll stay in LA and you'll stay in yours. I mean, I watch Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You had a tough go of it, though, growing up um, with a medical issue, scoliosis. Yes. You had to deal with. Yeah. Walk me through that. What was that like? Um, So kind of growing up, we knew it was there a little bit, that there was something there. Um, We just didn't really know kind of how bad it was so I kind of hit 15 I started going to like the chiropractor kind of monthly just like for pain management um and then you kind of learn to deal with it um I hit 17 and one of the chiropractors were like we might just need to get an x-ray just to kind of see where it's at like how bad it is kind of thing uh get the x-ray back the report says severe scoliosis um so I'm, I was in, I think it was my last year of high school and got that report back, went to a surgeon. They were explaining how they start kind of looking at surgery at about 45 degree bend. So I had a 65 degree bend in my spine. So it was kind of mainly the top part and then there's a compensatory curve down the bottom. So my back mainly looks like a C, but if you really look at it, it kind of has a small like S shape. So I w- it was November 2016. I had surgery, so they basically cut. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome, but they cut my back open, drilled 17 screws into my spine, and then um, put two rods in, straightened my back. Um, I luckily I grew basically an inch and a half, two inches overnight. Wow! Um, but it was like a six-hour surgery. Um, Painful. Yes, I don't, luckily I don't remember waking up, but 
if you talk to my parents about it, apparently it's pretty, it was pretty confronting for them. Like I was kind of thrashing around everywhere, like just crying. I was in that much pain. They would, and they're only allowed to inject you with certain amount of pain medication every so often. So they were slowly doing, slowly doing that. Um, I just remember waking up in ICU. Um, and then pretty much like 12 hours later, they tried to get me to stand up. So I s sat up went gray I was like yeah I need to lay down <laughs> but I was in the hospital for five days um did yeah. you have to wear a back brace yes yeah so pretty much only when I was kind of up walking and stuff so I wore a back brace for six weeks um I wasn't able to go back to school for six weeks so I was pretty much bed rest walking six weeks and it was it was a lot um kind of showed me who my support system really actually was um I did have I didn't really have anyone come visit me apart from probably people that I grew up with since I was like five or something um so that was probably another difficult thing to kind of like realize that people who I actually thought were like my almost like ride or die people were not as much as I think I thought so but having my family support was massive um but yeah, it was pretty full on. What was it like trying to practice basketball? Yeah, after so this and even before it. Um, I didn't realize how much pain I actually was in prior to the surgery. Um, so I was out for six and a half months before I got back on the court. Um, which it might sound weird, but my shot got better because I was finally in line straight um every now and then if I get a good hit in the back it just kind of tenses up but it's nowhere near compared to the pain I was playing with before so like there's probably moments my parents would be like I'd be walking down the hallway and they'd be, be behind me and they were like S stand up straight and I was like I am but if you like look at me and you see photos of me like I'm bent over crooked like shoulders are out of line um and then I'd always find that like even if I was just doing homework or something and I was sitting at a desk for a couple of hours I would try and stand up and I would just kind of be stuck bent over because it was too painful for me to kind of stand up so going from that to then I just I lost a little bit of range of mov movement um but other than that like my pain wise now is it's nothing compared to what it was when you grew the well I say when you grew but when they straightened your back up mm -hmm. and you actually increased your height a little bit were you taller than anybody else in your family then after that or were you that well, before I already was taller than everyone in my family apart from you just gained a little bit cousin. more yeah so I think dad wasn't really happy about being that much shorter than me now but um yeah so I was probably going into the surgery like six foot six foot and a half and then I came out like a true 6'2". How did you end up in the States playing basketball? Um, so it's kind of a long story, but I was at high school, and we do high school basketball very differently. I just happened to be at a high school that had a very good basketball program. It was kind of like a class. Uh, coach was very, like, well-known in the basketball uh, community back home, and – Someone from the assistant coach at the time from Arkansas Tech University was Australian, lived like 20 minutes from me, 
came to my high school looking for some players. I had didn't happen to be there that day. I was out, off with a school event or something like that. My coach gave him my name. He ended up being a coach in one of the leagues um, I played in. Um, he was watching back some of his old players. I think I scored like eight points in three minutes or something like that. And he was like, he reached out in, I think it was like June or something of 2018. I um, I responded. I was like, yeah, of course I'd want to play college basketball. And then um, he, I didn't sit the SAT in time. So like I missed the cutoff to apply for it by like two days or something. Mm. So I had to go JUCO. Um, so he sent me up to North Dakota, um, played two years of JUCO up there. That and had to have been brutal during the winter. Oh, my goodness. Shocking. Going <laughs> from Australia to negative 35, negative 40, is, it's a shock to the system. Yeah. But, I mean, I loved it. It was – I wouldn't change anything I've done. All my experiences over here have been – made me partly who I am. So, I wouldn't change any of it. And then at, at Arkansas Tech um, – Obviously, you graduated mm-hmm. from Arkansas Tech because you're a graduate student here at Little Rock. But what was it like at, at Arkansas Tech? It was good. Um, I loved the girls. Um, I was recruited to be kind of like that stretch four player. Um, to, uh, the assistant coach who recruited me left the year I got there. So, obviously, different system. Kind of like when new coaches come in, like the system changes. So, instead of kind of being a stretch four, they needed me to be a – five man which is not exactly my position um I'm more of that like mid-range jump shot kind of player um I mean but I bought into the system like we made the national tournament my junior year um fortunately couldn't go because of COVID um but yeah I I mean I loved it it I I got better every year like um kind of thing so I just for my last year didn't want to be in that five spot um and this system here has allowed me to kind of step out more outside more because when I go back home like I'm not a true five and I think even now at international basketball we don't have kind of true five like back to the basket just bully post players we call, we all us kind of bigs can step out shoot that kind of thing so I think for me if I'd stayed at tech I would have kind of been stuck in inside which is not really what I wanted for my last year when you were at Arkansas Tech did you ever see the name Joe Foley anywhere pictures anywhere um pictures no but uh one of my teammates ended up being Tori Laska okay um so I definitely heard stories and all the banners uh, that are up in that gym uh majority from him from like the NAIA and all that kind of stuff so yeah the national championship yes banners that hang there and you are the first player that has ever played at Little Rock for Joe Foley, but also played at, at his school mm-hmm. where he was before Little Rock, Arkansas Tech. Yes. It's kind of special. It is kind of special, yeah. So being able to kind of see all those banners and what he did at Tech to then kind of come over here and experience it for myself is pretty cool. What was it like this season, moving up to Division One and, and playing in the Ohio Valley Conference? It's been really good. Um I think our non-conference schedule is super tough. So for me, being able to kind of hold my own in that was kind of a big thing for me. Um, I definitely have my game has gone up 
multiple levels since I've been here, which is exactly what I wanted for this last year. So it's been a really good experience and a kind of a good stepping stone for me in terms of my career and playing after this. So I've loved it. Obviously a conference championship, but fell short in the championship game. How much does that hurt? That hurts a lot, um, especially my last year, my last shot to kind of get to a national tournament. Uh, this would have, for me, was the team to do it with. Um, I've loved this team. And, like, I've made the national tournament two years throughout my whole career, but I've not once been able to actually attend one of them. So, for me, this was kind of – obviously, I don't have any more years of eligibility, so, like, this is it. Um, so, it sucks not being able to go. Um but I've loved this year and everything I got out of it. I have a new family, so. Uh, senior day at the Jack Stevens Center. Mm -hmm. Your dad. Yes. Made the trek all the way to the States to yes. come over here and see you. That long trip, yeah. So How was, far of a flight is that for him or a trip? So that f trip actually ended up being about 48 hours. Not usually that, but um, he got stuck in L.A. for 12 hours. Oh, no. Because of flights and delays. Um so it's usually, depending on the flight path you take, around like 24 to 30 hours. But they've introduced new flights from straight from Dallas to Melbourne. So it's about a 20-hour trip home now. So Were you surprised that. to see him here? Did you know he was coming? I knew he was coming. Um, yeah, we kind of planned it. I uh, was struggling a little mentally at one point of the season. So we kind of decided that. It'd be good for just kind of have a little piece of home for the rest of the tri um, season. Um, so, yeah, I knew he was coming. Um, yeah. What so. was it like seeing him in the stands there, but then also seeing him on the road? Because yeah. <laughs> he, he went with Angelique's family uh, to some of the road games. Yeah. No, it's good to, like, be away from home and then just kind of, like, you know that they're watching, but it's a, it's a different feeling just kind of having them in the crowd just like knowing that like your support system is there it just makes you a little bit more comfortable what are your plans after the WNIT is over and Little Rock is no longer playing basketball this season um so I'll pretty much whenever our last game is probably maybe a week later I'll head back home um finish your classes online yeah so all my classes I'm able to kind of do remotely um and then play for a semi-pro team back home. Um, try and kind of stand out a little bit and see if I can get noticed by some pro coaches back home and then see if I can make a name for myself. That's well, the plan. Well, I think you've made a name for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just got to do it back home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hasn't been easy, has it? No, it hasn't. What was it like playing for Coach Foley? What has he taught you? Um, how to be mentally tougher, I would say. Um, definitely, uh, my defensive knowledge has gone up a lot as well. He is such a defensive coach. Um, but yeah, he's just, there's not like one specific thing that he's taught me, just like through his system of, um, offense and stuff, I've, my game has gone up. I also credit that to my teammates, like, we go hard every practice, so they help me get better as well. It seems like to me, and being able to travel with the team, that this is a pretty close team. Yes, I definitely. mean, everybody 
is close. Yes. You can joke around with them. You can poke fun with them. But when it's time to practice, laser focus. When it's time for a game, laser focus. And then after, it's hugs and yeah, whatever. Yes. No, it's been really good. Um, I think this is the closest team I've been on in a while. Um, I, f- I feel like every year you always seem to, like, there's always something that lets like there's clicks here and there, but I feel like this year like we all just no matter what we're doing like we all got each other's backs like we all support each other so it's been really good. They do have a thing called graduate coaches, mm-hmm. graduate assistants. Would you might I know you want to go back <laughs> and play, but if if you could talk one other person to stay, would <laughs> would you want to stay and, and be a graduate assistant? Um. I don't know. I feel like for me, my point in my life is home now. So just trying to be settled somewhere, being back and forth between Australia and the U.S., it, you just don't feel settled and you don't feel like one place is home. So I feel like for me, I just need to get back home and just kind of find my feet. Do you feel like that your teammates are friends for life and oh, that they'll be a time? I mean, you'll either come back here or they'll go to oh, Australia. Yeah. Both. I plan to come back and visit. So, like, for me, my teams always end up becoming my family. So, even if I don't talk to them all the time, like, I'll definitely come back and visit if I can. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.